Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Webber of the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the seas. One who is tall, the other who wishes he was. Andrew's the tall one. I, I know you can't hear height in, in podcast form, but he's I'd definitely like the tall one. I think you can. <laughs> you're coming from a place of privilege when you say that. I wouldn't know. Um, I'm Sebastian of the United States of World America, and that's okay. <laughs> After your brilliant start last week, that just fizzled this week. No, it's it's. Uh, I just said it's okay. Nothing pithy. Nothing. No. You're not. You're not proud of anything. It's just oh. yeah. I'm submerican and eh, whatever. The idea of being patriotic has always been something I just haven't really cared for, and it's it's okay to be from Submerica or World America or whatever your ridiculous places are called. Sure. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, there are good reasons to be proud of a place that you genuinely love. Yeah, like Andropolia. Is that where you're from? Yes, it is. Oof. I love it. It's like we've never done this before. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I am Andy Schultz, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And Andropolia is a fantastic place. Sure. It's free. There are a lot of things that suck, but it's free. It's the most liberal of all our nations. Sure. Yep. Most likely to die in as well. Like just as soon as you cross the border. Just, I, um, I don't want to go into one gunshot. 14% of my yearly deaths come from work. That's on my stat sheet. From work. <laughs> um, if you're joining us for the first time, this is a weird episode. I don't know why. It's just started out that way. It's mm. going to continue that way. The energy's strange, isn't it? I didn't do it. You started <laughs> it and Andy continued it. So now <laughs> it's tradition. Um, we, are, we, are, we are very close to the end of this podcast. We're going to episode 150. This is 148. Uh, we we like, to, like to deal with issues that are cost our virtual nations. And... Uh, that's, Can I go first to, no. break, to break trend? <laughs> no, I'm, stop Stop coming in with that energy, Seb. Um, we're really calm today. We're a little bit little bit timid. We're just uh, approaching things as, as we can. Zane, I've got a really important Jolly issue. Jolly Roger, sighted off the port bow, exclamation mark. This sounds really uh, tense. I can <laughs> save the energy if you let me go now. I don't think you can, Seb. I can't. I can save a merchant, this. A merchant navy of, uh, of St. Australia has, has seen increasing attacks from swashbuckling pirates in recent months. There are pirates... Devastating the nation's foreign trade. You can't you can't make fun of Andrew if you've got pirates, Zane. I mean, they're not Zane Australian pirates. It's our navy being a it's it's our merchant navy being Look accosted at this by pirates. Fancy man with his navy. <laughs> well, merchant navy. It's, it's our ships. That's less exciting. Mm. Option number one: <clears throat> We should blow them out of the water. Says First Admiral Jazz Ward. Interesting name, Jazz. I like it. 
These waterlogged vagabonds have been plundering our ships for far too long. All our exports from the information technology industry are going straight into their hands. It's downright dangerous for us to let this continue. All we require is some funding for coastal patrol boats, fleet carriers, and nuclear submarines. <laughs> and a free hand to show these freebooters what's what. An interesting proposal for... They just need some nuclear submarines, <laughs> guys. They want some what, sorry? Some nuclear submarines. This is a fun twist for his nation, this episode. <laughs> anyway. We've got some kids throwing rocks at the window. I mean, And the proposal is to set up machine gun nests. It is devastating the nation's <laughs> foreign trade. Nuclear submarines is a big call. They're in the nuclear-powered submarines, eh? They don't launch nukes. That doesn't make them, like, better. Doesn't it? They're, they're there to blow ships out of the water, not to, like, deter them. Well, no, yeah. not necessarily. You don't have to kill anybody you yeah. don't, to be an effective deterrent. But you don't, you don't see... The you don't see uh, submarines to run away That's from. That's the point. You can, you can sneak up on people and pop up in the middle of a big pirate party and go, hey, guys, we're here... You can shoot at us all you like, just but it's not going to do you any good. But if you keep shooting at all the other guys and taking their shit, Boom. then yeah. The yeah. best weapon. We're going to open up our nuclear mm. uh, valves, and then you'll really, you know, yeah. you'll start to look like world Americans with your double heads and. It's just my dogs. Yeah. Um, the best weapon is one that you don't have to fire. And I really, I just wish I had enlightened <laughs> Andrew about that particular sentiment many episodes back before he decided to fire said weapon. Can I. Are you are you um are you are you citing stark wisdom at me? No, his his <laughs> is exactly the opposite. The best weapon is a weapon you only have to fire once. Yeah, that's Tony Stark. I believe the previous one was said by his father, also called Stark. Oh, was it? Oh, okay, <laughs> I still think that's a good sentiment. Um, before he did any character growth at all, like right at the first yeah. the start of the first movie. But I still think a weapon yeah. you don't have to fire is better than one that you do. Um, sure. In theory, number two. Hello. Says a grog-swilling, peg-leg, scurvy dog entering my office. I'm Muhammad Dahl, a mighty pirate. And I'd like to suggest, instead of wasting all that money on attacking pirates, you simply buy them off with barrels of bullion, jewels, and maxtopian gold. There will still be pirates around, sure. But as long as everyone's paid off, they won't hinder your trade. Not much, anyway. This is a tough call for me. Because I either force him to go the nuclear route or force him to parley with pirates. I mean, that, the pirates are committing, at the very least, uh, burglary. Mm -hmm. There's potentially uh, assault, break and entering, assault, yeah. kidnapping, murder. Uh, on top of all that, possibly, mm. even all that. And these are all, of property. Mm -hmm. These are all crimes that don't necessarily need a navy to enforce. However, in order to you know, corral them on the water... Uh, a navy might not be a bad idea, but letting them extort you, I don't think is it's an appropriate ideal. way to do it. However, as a thinking outside the box thing, it could be cheaper than deploying a navy. Who knows? However, it has the risk of you know, next year when they come back, it you know the price is doubled. For the yeah. purpose of this question, I'm going to assume that they cost the exact same amount. Sure, if it's rum, you can only drink so much rum. Yeah, yeah. I love this option because it's saying yeah pirates are okay and that's a fun stance to take and I think it's about time option <laughs> number three come now that's hardly fair argues a gentleman pirate Torpeard de Gauche with a f bow and a flourish there's an ancient tradition of actively redistributing wealth in the high seas and we active redistributors serve an important role in the global economy 
You would not keep a family-run bookstore from handing down its business from generation to generation, would you? We simply ask, nay, demand the same right. And get rid of the word pirate. It's a slur. We are corsairs, not common seafaring thugs. So that's the Interpolian option. No, <laughs> absolutely. You, you are the land of the last episode. Fair distribution oh. is what Zane Australia is all about, and it's a ridiculous premise to have. You said you want to get rid of all the rules and just let society sort of work its way itself out, and I think that's that's that option right there. The goal is to have the fewest rules necessary. That's that's getting rid of something. That's saying, yeah, I guess pirates are legal now. Let's 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 less laws. That's fine. I want that one. Are you, are you vetoing me into that oh, one? Are there any more options? No, that's the oh, three. Interesting. So I've got two pirates or nukes. Wow, I can't lose this one. Well, not, they're not all terrible. Nukes. Not nukes. It's the it's a, a fleet of nuclear submarines. Basically, it's a, it's a navy. So I'm investing Zane, in a navy. I'm going to spend two veto points on okay. getting rid of the nuclear navy and getting rid of your dismiss because I want you to choose between two kinds of pirates. The legal ones, the ones you bribe. <laughs> An interesting dilemma. It's, generally, I'm happy either way. I'd be happy with the nukes option too. I just think it's the less, the bo- more boring option. I'm interested as to why you are. You seem to be so focusing solely on me with your vetoes because you can't attack back, saying I told you I'm petty. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, no, that's but fine. But also, I think this is a fun one. Out of those, out of those two <laughs> the, options, the two of you have been at war. Yeah. For some time, that's why I, I will get. I and will it escalated, unfortunately. It escalated. I will have, have be we? dishing some out to Andrew as well. Um, for the record, well, I mean, I mean, if the right issue comes up, that is. But this I is mean, fun. Of those two, I'm going to go to the ones because they they they're the exact same option, mm-hmm. except one costs me money. So I'm just going to go the. Well, they both cost you money, right? No, because at the moment I'm losing the goods and the trade. Yep. Neither of these fix that. Yep. Just legalize it. Yeah, <laughs> legalizing the theft of your own property is great. I love no, it. No, it's not. Basically, it's just no, like it's, it's I'm not maximizing the fair distribution of goods. Now that you know, people have worked hard to you know construct products and and, and services such that they worked hard also to find foreign markets for, but it's not fair for the pirates that didn't do all that and sat around and didn't do any of that that work that they shouldn't have a share of that. So by extending the Zane Australian ideal of everybody having exactly the same amount of stuff, no matter how much effort they put into <laughs> getting it there in the first place, they're merely, they're merely exercising their Zane Australian uh, core uh, principle. Andrew, I thought you were angry at me, but I realize you're angry at Zane. This is great. I was like, did I do something wrong? No, I'm <laughs> like, a socialist. <laughs> fine, this is great. Um, so piracy is the nation's most popular pastime. This is option three, to be clear? Correct, yep. Swashbuckling adventure on the high seas as Zane Australia turns pirate. Zane Australia wins international attention, the good kind. Not so cheesy, cheese industry reports slump. Newspaper readers demand more complex crosswords. Crosswords. Zane Australia taking care of business. Economic survey shows. Uh, I have another postcard. Avast. Keel haul scurvy dogs. So I keel haul the scurvy dogs. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, interestingly, the big up is crime. Uh, 11.7. That's not too bad. Charmlessness up 2.3. Economic yeah, crime freedom. going up marginally 
when you've just eliminated a whole swath of crimes <laughs> yeah, it's true. is not really Theft an accurate okay, thing. Like you do it on the seas. <laughs> sometimes I think nation states, because I've made things like when, it, when we legalized pot, my crime rate still went really up because I think it's a crime in a traditional sense is still occurring, even though I've legalized it and there should be less. Yeah. Sometimes I think nation states, it, no, 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 it does no. it so both I've ways. I've legalized theft. So theft has gone up, which is still called a, cr- a crime. Yeah. yeah. So even though there's less charges being made, your crime stat goes up, even though really it shouldn't. So I think nation, right. But sometimes it works the other way too. So mm. 2.3% charmlessness, economic freedom and wealth gaps. Uh, less than 1% are ups uh, civil rights, economy, economic output, average income, obesity, human development index, recreational drug use, intelligence, employment and nudity. Downs, the biggest down at 2.9% is authoritarianism, uh, social conservatism, income equality, ideological radicality, safety, tourism, uh, and then down less than 1%, taxation, pacifism, agriculture, public transport, cheese exports, information technology, public education, and lifespan. (laughs) So not as bad as I thought it would be, but you know, I'm glad that Zane Australia ended... at episode 145 because <laughs> I knew this was coming it's okay I just it's not even it's not an attack on you there's just certain ones where I'm like I wonder what would happen if you just legalize no, piracy it's I mean, that's more of a thing. social yeah. I saved these exact these exact topics for this exact time so that you would do this exact yeah. thing uh, I social engineered this everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. My issue is called... Why didn't the big dog cross the road? I should. Oh, I keep doing this. I always got to read my topic and don't have my glasses on and just oh, watch my way through this. On a tight schedule, you're walking from one meeting to another in a building a block away. Just as you reach the intersection, you notice quite a commotion as an oncoming car slams into a red-faced big dog on the other side of the street. Oh no! We've only got like five of those. What a coincidence. This is exactly what I wanted to talk to you about, says ecology professor Kanye Swallows, while discreetly sliding an empty animal cage out of view. Oh, God. Did he, Gross. He put the dog there. Yeah. Oh, no. And that's, so he's, he did that so that he would get to talk to you about this very problem. Is he honeypotting? No, yes. Yeah. No, he's, no, he's entrapping you. Yeah. Uh, habitat infringement, the process of the built environment splitting large areas of habitats into smaller pieces, is a blight that's checkering world America. The roads are put through habitats and native animal populations become disjointed and less reliant, sorry, less resilient. You can lose the big faced, the red faced big dog in one of these fragments without noticing, but before long it's disappeared from 20 or 30 fragments and becomes an endangered species. We need to establish a wildlife corridor and animal crossings linked, uh, linking green spaces across world America. That seems perfectly reasonable. There's a great episode of Utopia about this really yeah i can't imagine this would be for interesting tv i think it's it's late late in the series like season four i think but uh essentially they spend 70 million dollars on on this sort of nature tunnel uh and 
one possum goes through it. Yeah. Well, I'm expecting... In the mouth of a feral cat. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, not ideal. I know, that's just that they didn't fix the feral cat problem. Uh, No, in fact, if anything, they created a food tunnel for the feral cats. A $70 million food tunnel. Well, I'm hoping to spend at least double that. Um, Two more options. They're, They're very effective in the Netherlands. These tunnel things, or, or, well, these or the nature bridges. We've got those. Like I that. drive past one yeah. on my way home um, in the suburbs where I live. They're great. They're for possums. Like they, they go like above the tree line, but they're just to get from one set of forest to another one. Um, yeah, I don't know how many possums use the use the possum ladder and don't use the road though. That's a question for the possums. It is a question for the possums. Yeah, we should get some on the show. <laughs> it's about time we had a guest. <laughs> Option two. As you rush to the other side of the road to make your meeting, Penny Campbell, host of Animal World, pops out of the medium. Our cities have expanded too much. Our entire population could fit in an area half the size of Suplex City. If we decreased our urban footprint, the problem would solve itself without having to build a bunch of bridges. Yes, now, put everybody in the sky. Yes, absolutely. Now, I'm sure not everyone will enjoy giving up the suburban McMansions. What are you implying here? Uh, for the modest city apartments. But... I think when they see the little red-faced big dogs thriving, it'll turn their frowns upside down. Oh, red-faced big dogs. Yep. So this is the Japan option, I think. It's the Singapore option. That too, yeah. Just kind of compress, build up. But yeah, I mean, that's in theory. I mean, we've got a population in the tr- in, in the billions or some shit. Maybe we should be doing this anyway. Unless we're on like a ridiculous lot of land, like the entirety of Australia, but we're using all of it rather than just the parts we're using. Like, I mean, Australia would use all of it if we had the people to. But also, like, there's just desert areas that you wouldn't maybe want to. That's um, where we put the racists. Excellent. <laughs> just like now. Final option. <laughs> Both of those solutions seem a bit extreme, yells real estate developer Zoo Holt from his SUV on the din of a frustrated motorist now honking for blocking the road. Not sure that any of those were words. Yeah, I don't know. Over... The- over the din of a frustrated motorist. The oh, yeah. So the frustrated motorist is making noise. Okay. The red-faced big dog is doing fine. This whole thing is unnecessarily an unnecessary, unnecessary, god dang, environmental panic. Real estate in world America is at a premium already. Let's reduce barriers to development in existing parks and green spaces. Besides, I think the suburban environment is an unappreciated habitat. Lawn greens after all. Yeah, lawn greens after all. <laughs> It's terrible. Um, yeah, I'm not going with him. It's a but you don't really have wildlife, you know, roaming free across the lawn. vast lawn <laughs> plains. Of we suburbia. should. It's about time. <laughs> I mean, um, but lawns are cultivated anyway; like they don't exist in nature. Yeah. So it's the bridges or the condense our footprint options. Realistically, for me, I'm all about doing things extreme, and I think I think putting us all in high rises is the most. Um, how do I put this? obstructive way of doing this to people's natural flow of life and that's what I'm going for but Andrew you've got power here is that okay with you sir <laughs> I, I don't have the power this is entirely up to you I th- of, of those two I think that's the more sensible approach it feels more forward thinking as well like. well it actually addresses the problem yeah where if you have nature bridges uh, that's fine as long as you are genuinely you know bridging habitats together but and if, are they if, going to stay there forever? Because like that's the thing—you could build the nature bridges and then get rid of the nature. Yeah, and that's right. They use years. the bridge. And yeah. if there's and if there's development going on in those places, it may just be scaring off the wildlife. To in, be fair, in the like, first place, the the wildlife bridges 
is the cheaper of those two options. Oh, I'm happy to spend money though. No, I mean like in real world terms, like that the the reason you wouldn't go for that one is because like that sort of social engineering uh project is massive and unimaginable oh, yeah. in a in a in a like we're basically dealing with India here, the nation of India doing that on yep. a national level is just unheard of and impossible. Well, it's easier to start it today than it is tomorrow <laughs> with my population rates, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to do that one. And there are advantages to going vertical. Yes. It's not it's not, you know, much like, easier to commit suicide. Oh, good. That's yes. what I want. Breaking news. Coat closets are being rebranded as bedrooms. Yep. Jobless numbers grow. Uh, family groups support drug crackdown. Uh, parks infested with joggers and dog walkers complain. That's the opposite to what I want. I want less people and more dogs. Um, fans... no, the dogs are in the wilderness. The people are in the parks. This is a really fun one. Fans reel as sports champion reveals personal flaws. I love how vague that is. <laughs> this is a good start for me. Tourism up 94%. Mm-hmm. Environmental beauty up 34%. Oh, God. I can't win. Black market up twenty four. Sure, <laughs> gotta get me some of them. Some of them black market make mansions. Yep. <laughs> well, now that people have the internet. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, income equality up thirteen. Average income of the poor up nine. Authoritarianism up six, and social conservatism up four. And I'll skip the rest. As for the downs, doesn't make sense. Trout fishing down one hundred and five percent. How there should be more space to fish trout. This is freed up in theory. No, 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 Maybe because be there's tra- fewer people living near where the trout are. And so there should be that, more trout. Well, now that everybody's concentrated in larger cities or more vertical cities, uh, trout may no, no longer be you know, a good option if the very expensive French restaurant is now able to serve... Soylent Green. Yeah, or whatever, at a much cheaper <laughs> price because they've got you know so many more customers. Uh, furniture sales down 103%. <laughs> And beverage sales down 101%. So I think I've undone everything from last episode. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what and you did. that's where intervention gets you, Seb. Yeah. Charmlessness, though, down 45%. At least people are nicer. Uh, pizza delivery down 38 IT down 18 Health health down 17 Proximity. Oh, yeah. Remember several episodes ago where people were homeless and complaining they didn't have homes? Mm-hmm. And what you did was you went into the rolling hills of Submerica and you flattened them <laughs> to build these huge low-income housing estates. Yeah, I vaguely remember this. And now what you've done is, you know, somebody has said, hey, those estates are, you know, encroaching on, on, nature. The, on, the, on, on nature, on the, on the red-faced mm-hmm. uh, big, know, dog. big dog. Uh, and, that's, and that's not good. What we need to do is get rid of those low housing estates and stack them all on top of one another. In the lower footprint, mm. gambling. How, how, long, how long before people are homeless again and complaining about there being not enough housing? And then we will, America. we will bury them. <laughs> gambling down sixteen, ideological radicality down fifteen, wealth gaps down twelve. It just keeps going. Agriculture and timber are wood chipping down nine. Manufacturing down eight, as was retail and automobile manufacturing and mm-hmm. basket weaving. Yep. I think I just got rid of all of my industrial areas. No, you got rid of retail. Uh, people are consuming less now that they are they have smaller houses. Well, honestly, I mean, in, in a worldwide sense of you know, with looking into scarcity, people consuming yep. less than they need to is probably a good step 
for the world. So here I am once again leading the planet. <laughs> uh, look, leading is a strong word. Leading the planet. After a recent left-wing broadsheet expose of agricultural practices, an outburst of public paranoia has stirred up the organic foods debate. Oh no, not the organic foods debate. I just can't stomach it anymore, Rand's concerned parent Themba Kirk. My children's future is being put at risk by irresponsible corporate practices. We must outlaw the use of pesticides and additives by farmers and food producers. Oh, no. Nope. Exactly right. Uh, Don't buy their stuff if you're concerned. Don't buy their stuff. Or buy from people who slap a big label saying we are pesticide and additive free. Yeah. That's fine. If you're concerned about your kids, that's exactly what you do. Yeah. I mean, that's if you, by all means, encourage other people to do the same thing. If they, if they care about it, they'll stop doing it. Sure, but it's not going to be mandated by the government. Correct. Number two. I've heard enough of this tree-hugging lefty nonsense, argues Ban corporate plants. spokesperson Barry Rogers. <laughs> the agricultural industry needs to use uh, the most advanced technology available, and it's the only way to keep Anthropolia competitive in food production. Ah, bee drones. Besides, <laughs> the studies we have commissioned prove that only a very small number of child deaths are due to our products, and surely that's an acceptable rate in the name of progress. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> if you're responsible for somebody's death as a, as a food additive, then that's a matter for the courts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but certainly, in the in, in the spirit of free ent- free, ent- free enterprise... Uh, yeah, because we're talking specifically about pesticides here, correct? Sure. Yep. So organic stuff, like not not GMO, like we're talking about pesticides. Well, I, I, yeah, I think the complaint is that um, yeah, there are pesticides and additives in food that are right causing. So I think what this is, rather than just saying it's up to the courts, it might be that nation states is asking you to say that by saying this is a problem so leave it hold these people accountable because if it is pesticides and whatever that's on food and then that's given to say a packager and then that's given to a retailer mm-hmm. and then that's given to a parent and then that's given to a child at what point in that in 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 that chain of events is the responsibility for getting rid of that pesticide is it at the farm or is it at the parent? It's entirely uh, as long as everybody's being honest along the way. Yep. And that's the and that's the problem. Okay. If, if if somebody sells you something and they're lying about it, they're committing fraud. Yep. If they're honest about it and you still get it, there may be legitimate reasons why you bought that. I mean, that's fair. And he seems to own up to these child deaths fairly yeah. easily. <laughs> so uh, he probably advertises them. Well, it's it's akin to the tobacco issue yeah and does yep. tobacco uh cause cause cancer uh cause lung cancer and okay i'm i'm in the i'm in the camp of if it does that's entirely on the back of the people who yeah. once yeah. once it's the the knowledge is public um that's entirely on on, on the backs of people who smoke that they're assuming that risk yeah that they will develop cancer sure i don't think smoking should be banned because People might get hurt if they if they use that product. What if you issued licenses that allowed people to hunt and kill people who they saw smoking? <laughs> what if that? That would be awful. <laughs> that would be tragic. However, but fun. <laughs> I feel it would be lucr- lucrative. <laughs> yes, they're, they're, they're surprising the number of young people you see smoking. 
You know, they just got to be cool. I, I don't know if it was just a, a momentary, you know, success in the campaign, mm. but when I was going through university, hardly anybody smoked. And now, what, 20 years on, mm. I, I see a lot of young people, specifically, it, it, it tends to be people who work in hospitality and yeah. retail yeah. That, that do smoke. Yeah, I think I think the majority of the people I know who is, who smoke are probably thirty and up. Not a lot, not a lot of people, okay. twenty year olds I know smoke. Okay. I know a few. I mean, granted, a lot of people I hang out with are wrestlers, and they tend to be all about fitness. But even amongst those groups, but the surprise is, are, is that yeah. it's not zero. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. It's a surprise. Like I okay. went out for a drink with work friends a couple of weeks back, and I was yeah. in the minority as not a smoker. Wow. I had a group of like fifteen of us, mm. and there was maybe three or four of us that didn't. Yeah. Three of three. Stop torturing Mother Earth, yells outraged environmentalist, environmental extremist Finlay Ample. We are prepared to sacrifice our planet and our souls for the sake of a few extra amples. If we have to live in harmony with the environment that nurtures and protects us, we must ban all industry that pollutes our world. Let us return to the trees, my brothers. Well, that's just going to... Let's return to the trees. <laughs> that's that just... sounds fun. No. No, that's awful. Always wanted a tree house. Because if you get rid of industry, you get rid of pharmaceuticals and people start dying really quickly. Are we really worried about that that in Andropolia? Yes. All right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where we are. (laughs) (laughs) The numbers say something different. (laughs) I'm not going to ban pesticides. Yeah. I'm also not going to ban industry. Yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, there are That's costs, There are costs to to a standard of living, and if you want to hire one, uh, you just got to kill a few kids. You, that's exactly right. Who really needs them anyway? <laughs> so Clowns. If they, so if that's not clear, <laughs> I'm I'm going with the option that uh, allows allows industries to continue. Yep. yep. Uh, having pesticides. Unfortunately, there isn't an option. Um, you know, that would be some sort of endorsed uh, or, or a government-backed, um, I don't know what you'd call it, not a regulation, but like this, like like the health check or Information. whatever. Information, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a, you know, some sort of centralised place where, where you know it's trusted. And ideally that would be privately funded, but there's no reason why it couldn't start as a government thing. It could start as a public, paid for of the backs of big fruit. No, but it, but that ignores. But by banning pesticides, you ignore. Oh, I agree. You this is actually Zainstrali would probably take the same approach. Yeah, you ignore all the companies that would probably clean up their own act themselves, or yeah. at least be honest about what they're doing, or you know, band together and say, "Hey, we're a group of food producers that don't do this," and you can tell, uh, you know, yeah. what we're doing by our special sticker, and here it is. Here's, here's how it looks. A survey of the nation's rivers and children has shown that pesticide levels are at an all-time regional high. Ooh. The Anthropology Sentinel reports group returning home from natural disaster struck by a second natural disaster. Oh, no. Retirement problem solving itself, economist says. Oh. <laughs> Diet, exercise overrated, expert reveals. Oh, no. This is not sounding good. And Anthropolia taking care of business, economic survey shows. So mixed results. Mm-hmm. Hey, agriculture is back, 55% up. Oh, yes. 55% up. Was it high before? Because um, you've never been a very agrarian. No, it's gone through ups and downs, yeah. but this is certainly the biggest increase. And surprisingly, uh, last week's decision, agriculture took a hit. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, wealth gaps are up 12%, charmlessness up 6 unfortunately, trout fishing up 45 the death rate up 4 Ow. 
Ideological radicality up three, economic freedom up two, and obesity up two, unfortunately. This is not great. <laughs> Taxation, though, going in the right direction, down one. Uh, manufacturing down 2%, safety down 3%, as is tourism and authoritarianism. Um, the Human Development Index down 3.5%. Lifespan down 7.5%. Oh. I was sad to report. We're back down in the in the mid-40s. No. We're 43.5. So close to 50. And environmental beauty. Um, agriculture went up, but environmental beauty took a hit at 20% yeah. down. Oh, that's, that's, that's well below what it was last week. Well, people got to eat. People got to eat. All right. Well, that's been us for another week. Join us next week for the penultimate episode. Oh, my God. The last normal episode. It'll be a doozy. I've been Zane Seaweber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, dwelling forever towards a piratical future. I've been me, Sebastian, <laughs> of the United States of World America, fixing that uh, whole energy thing with politics. That's me. And I've been Andrew Schosser, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia imploring you all. Carte blanche sans plume. Till next time gentlemen. Hello all you beautiful people. I'm Jared, and I'm the host with the most of That Random Podcast. Have you ever wondered what nurses do when they aren't saving lives? Or what DJs do when they aren't spinning decks? Each week, me and a guest, and along with you, the listener, will dissect and look deep into these types of topics. It's heartfelt, funny, and filled with <laughs> OMG moments. But I won't tell you any. You'll have to come and listen for yourself. Just search That Random Podcast and have fun listening. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.